is uh, Lukas Monchkowski, but I'm mostly like known as Zulu Cookie. Uh, this is like my artistic name. And I live in Warsaw in Poland. And I create here, but like also the other parties in Poland, but live in Warsaw. And then you're a footwear designer, aren't you? So I want you to explain how you got into being a footwear designer and why you wanted to be a footwear designer. Okay, so if I, I have to be honest, I'm not like the footwear designer. I'm a designer in general, more like specific in the uh, fashion or the apparel design. But because of my background, like the dancing background and love to the footwear, I always love to create footwear, like uh, own product. And now because of the technologies and possibilities of the softwares, I started to develop more like the footwear uh, industry by myself. So you started traditionally in apparel design yeah, and then like now... I, I started yeah. with the customs because my background is like I started like the whole journey with the creative industry and the design because I was a dancer as I was uh, young and because I was dancing like the different like the street dance styles. I wanted to make my style very unique and I wanted to do my clothes and also shoes like something that other people in, on the competition don't get so I, I bought some things like the from the United States by the eBay but after that I started to custom my shoes and my clothes to make something like totally unique one per one like the custom pieces and that's how I started to interest in, into the fashion and the footwear. Well, so how old were you when you were doing this? I was uh, 15 years old when I started like dancing also but from the beginning I didn't want to be like other people because I, I wanted to make people recognize me on every single like the competition by style in the dancing when you for example got like the white pants or tight pants it depends on your style also like the the thing with the shoes is like different kind of outsole and makes your moves different and you like moving different so it was also like very important for me to find the shoes that will be perfect for my style or the style that I wanted to create. So it was a combination of wanting to stand out by having something different, but also the actual functionality of the clothes and shoes you're wearing to help you do your street dance better. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's so cool. And then you said that um, you got into footwear design because of the new technologies. Can you explain a bit more what you mean by this and what exactly... The technologies okay. were that helped you get into it. Okay, so it's like because I was a dancer after that and I started to go more into like the streetwear itself and like the street fashion, I started to run my own blog and I started to write articles about like the news, but mostly about the history of the streetwear brands like the Stussy and other, the connection between them, mostly like the United States and the relationship in this industry. And that make me a little bit like the more recognizable here on the Polish related market. Also the, with the brands that I started to work with the, more as a media. I was working with like the all uh, footwear brands, like sportwear brands. And after that, I was uh, hunted to be a designer for the, or like the assistant of the designer in fast fashion company here, like the, in the Poland, like the, the biggest on this, like the Central Europe market, call it like the LPP. Because the head of the design department, she was reading my blog. She she wanted to like the put like the some kind of like a fresh blood to her team. Somebody who maybe not got the skills with the designing, but know what's up on the market in general. So yeah, 
that yeah. they and they they teach me like the all like the technical stuff with manufacturing with the designing also making the do- documentation for the manufacturing and stuff like that and when i learned everything and i knew that i don't want to be a like the designer in the fast fashion i decided to quit and then i started to work with the small like the more like the fashion brands here on the polish market and help them with some kind of like marketing stuff consulting like the design and also helping with the production process but from the beginning it was like the main dream to do own shoes so even if i don't dance anymore i still like did my own customs of the shoes and tried to not only like paint it but also like to change like the structure of uppers and everything so making it also level up like the custom shoe like a game uh, itself and in the 2016 Adidas asked me if I wouldn't have to the exhibition of my customs in the center of the Warsaw as it was part of promoting NMD model. It was like some kind of like the very like the important model for the for Adidas and they did like the 10 customs of it and got own exhibition. After that I was looking for making like some kind of like things with the shoes but my main problem is that almost even if I was working for this fast fashion and other stuff, I always had to do something mine own on the side. So like the like creative stuff, it's the most important for me. Like the creation part is the most important for me as a designer. I didn't want to do the application to any like the other sort of brand because I didn't want to move, for example, to the Germany, uh, to the Herzegovina or other like cities because yeah. I built like my whole like really creative team and everything in the place where i live yeah so this was some kind of limitation for me for the years but right now because in the last year i was a finalist of the competition called laceless challenge and this is the competition for the footwear concept designers i was a finalist but also they decided that even if i didn't won they wanted to make two projects, not only like the first, but also like the runner-up. And I was this runner-up uh, <laughs> guy. The sponsor of this project was the company called Desma. And this is the company that they built the machines to create the soles. So all, like mostly all footwear brands use their machines to, to build like the, the, the soles. And the competition was about the direct injection shoes. So to make shoes without using the glue and stuff like that. So it only like could like the injections is like the molding process is creating the shoe itself. So like the clogs, but our idea like task was to make not clog, but something like more crazy than clog. Yeah. Yeah. So is there, is there a benefit of manufacturing the shoes this way? It's like it can do like, because right now you can do of that many different things can do not only like the shoe that uh, sole and old sole, but also do like the, the molding that make the one piece shoe that the upper and the sole is like the one piece. But also you can use, for example, knitting sock as a second part that you build like the a part of the upper from the knitting sock and over that you put like the inject the other part of the shoe. So this is like Maybe not something new because that kind of things are on the market, but the idea, my idea and other related designers was not to make something similar to it, but 
to like do something different and this technology can prove like there is like a lot of still like a lot of space in this uh, area to, to to develop like the injection cell and, and TPU. so yeah i was the finalist and in the in september this month got uh, their house pair where they invite like all the clients and other companies with the different technologies like the vibram and stuff like that and they show the final project like it was created so this was like the first shoe that wasn't like the custom but it was created my project that was created i have a few questions yeah first point i want to mention is um i completely understand when you're working and then you also want to have your kind of own creative hobby it's a bit like me doing this podcast i obviously i have my my job i work at nike which i don't really say but that's what i do and then in yeah my spare time I do this so it's nice to have I completely get you with I'm kind of the same like you need that creative hobby as well and secondly I think it's really interesting because all the footwear designers or footwear people that I've interviewed on this podcast they all say that they didn't have kind of a traditional route to get into footwear in general they all kind yeah. of started off just having a passion for something creative and then posting their work on social media or like you said, starting your blog and then they kind of got discovered through that. So I think it's really, it's nice to hear that you don't have to have this kind of structured route if you want to become footwear designer, things like that. Because for yeah. maybe it's like, it wouldn't be like the smart or, or like the wise or the way said, but for example, if I will spend like the, for example, four or five years uh, to studying and uh, the footwear and stuff like that, and then comparing mm-hmm. into the one and half of the year to work for the company that teach me something and like still they paid me for the, my time. It's like, you know, I learned a lot and it wasn't like the theory. I did in practical. I, I work with all like the processes and after one and a half year, it was hard for me to not understand any like of them and also like the all fabrics uh, and stitching, so how the construction works. So. For me, it was great way. I did. It wasn't like my like the great plan. It was just it happens. Like so, I'm very thankful for it. But it's like, yeah. But sometimes it's good to don't know like the age from maybe like the school, but try to do it. And if you, for example, do like the study, it's good to get on like the passion in it, or do something like, for example, you do the postcard and something because you can develop like the new skills or the new perspectives for the thing that you do as a job so it's yeah, very important exactly. to get this balance also not only like do work for the work even if you love like your work no exactly it's like you can always have it's a bit like with this podcast or what you're doing it like relates to my job and then what I'm doing but then it's like it's like another dimension and then yeah you don't know what it's going to lead to but I also wanted to ask you so you were runner up in this competition and then they actually developed your concept were you in any way involved in the development of it or did you just get to see the final product when it was created? Other interesting part of this contest, it was that it wasn't also the production, like the molding process and everything wasn't mm-hmm. created from the traditional process, like making like the a sketch of the shoe and, you know, just draw it in the different perspectives. I, I did the 3D model. And they did a molding from my 3D model. So that was also like very interesting because this is something that I know that brand started to use. But even during like this, and, and that's my house pair, the people from the brand say that they mostly don't do molding in this way yet. 
this is something new and can make like the whole industry to work even like the faster. I was going to say, you obviously created a 3D model. This is innovative thinking. Why did you decide to do it? How long did it take you to learn? And what, just yeah, explain what, what this was and what you used to do this. Like the 3D uh, modeling and 3D design was like something groundbreaking for myself. And I started to learn one and a half year ago to, to use like the softwares for the 3D modeling. Because before, when I wanted to make some kind of project, I worked with the different designers. And even if I got like the idea, the process working with somebody is like very interesting and can be inspiring. But if you got like the, your own idea and you exactly want how to make it look how you see it in your imagination, it's better when you do it by your own. So yeah, I tried to learn and then I saw that there is some kind of like the, the footwear competition. And this is like the, maybe not purest, but the purest where you've got laceless and the footwearology that there were the organizer of this competition you can your application how you want but 3d molding will be like the preferred because like the times are changing everybody like see it and they wanted to show that in this process it will be like better if you would design in 3d i wanted to try my skills uh, of the 3d uh, designing if enough right now to start in this competition it's more about practice and challenging myself with my skills not more about making my like the dream shoe even if i learn like the 3d design i use tutorials and stuff like that in the beginning but one smart uh, like very very uh, wise guy told me that if you want to learn faster just make yourself a task and then find a way with the tutorials or like the forums or discord or something how to done this task because if you like learn everything you've got like the general uh, knowledge about the software and like, the 3d softwares are very advanced and most mm -hmm. of those tools can be don't useful for you so it's better to learn with the tools that you already need for the specification that you do and i wanted to and design like the shoes because i was thinking about 3d printing shoes like the a little bit before so this content yeah. was great for me because drawing is okay. I know like how to use Illustrator, Photoshop and other like the softwares like this, but 3D modeling can give you like the all like the perspective. You can see if your shoe really looks how you see it. And with the flat images, when you will mix them to one object, it may not be the thing that saw in your imagination. Mm. So how long did it take you to actually develop your concept and get it to how you wanted it to look? I had like the general plan from my sketch because I always like the do a sketch. I use the softwares, but I still use the pencil and my notebook. I don't and I don't want to change this workflow. I really like it. Uh, even if this sketch is like don't mean nothing. It's just I left it as a sketch. But in this project, it was like I sketched like the general idea. But it's totally changed in the 3D modeling because it gives me the perspective that, for, for example, if I just move my object 30 degree and I see that it doesn't work how I, how I want, I change it. Like you can change everything from in every single angle. With the general project, it took around one month for me. But we had this time. The time to participate in competition was kind of long. So I didn't want to make it mm -hmm. as fast as is possible. But... Like use like the whole yeah. time, just even leave the project for the few days and then back to it to check if 
I didn't change like my mind and if I still like it in this way yeah. how I did it before so yeah yeah you'll have to send me a picture or, or yeah I want to see what it actually looked like okay uh, sounds really interesting and yeah and congratulations because obviously yeah like you said you're a runner-up but they actually developed the shoe so that must have been really satisfying to see yeah, that actually like, like seeing in the real life like the having like the shoes in the hand and because they they do them like the molding the bigger size than than I wear so it wasn't like the shoe for my feet but even like they put the foot inside like their own shoes like it's something amazing and it would be awesome to make it for the big brand but make it independent was something like impossible years before for me in my way of thinking so yeah no it's amazing it's it's really cool it's a really cool journey all kind of came together really nicely for you but obviously now you have your own footwear brand I want you to talk me through that and how it all came about I wanted to print the shoes because I saw uh, like the three years ago that it will happen the industry wouldn't stop the process of like the making the shoes and for example like the one of them I, I was at providing company called the Zeller Fert showed like the first sample started to work with the current Preston on the first shoe last year showing like the kid super on the Paris fashion week it started to be huge because this is community of the concept designers are maybe not small but is very like connected via different discords on the instagram we are in touch we we discuss project everybody like the follows dream to get own brands and we started to see like the small independent brands of the 3d printed shoes like the on the instagram i know that some of the guys was the guests on your podcast already so you know it's like this is something new to the industry but it's already like the happened there are people who make it i wanted to develop like my own skills after i realized that okay i got the skills in the 3d design and i understand how to design for the 3d printing because i do the 3d print not only with the shoes, but also with the different objects. More like the industrial design in general, I tried to work with uh, different companies on this. I wanted to understand how to print the shoe because printing something, for example, in the PLA that don't have to work, it's only like the object itself is something different that you have to put on your feet. And there are so many different like the adjustments that have to be done to make this shoe work and be comfortable and be breathable and everything so this is yeah. crazy so much that goes into footwear design because obviously it's like yeah you want something that looks good but it's also so important that it's made well because it can affect the wearer so much like so it's so much that goes into it. it's incredible yeah so for example when i do like my concept designs of the shoes even and then i post it on the instagram i always thinking to, to not create the concepts that exist in the virtual world so i always think if you can put the fit on it if it would work if we can like the manufacture it in, in in some kind of way so maybe some kind of like the limitation uh, for myself in the in, in imagination but i feel better when i know that okay if some brand will say for example uh, or myself will say okay i like it I would like to wear it. I, uh, then I know that, th th that this is possible to make it. Yeah. So that's I. I start. I try to design only the things that are possible to to create. Um, that's really interesting, especially for the listeners of this podcast, because I think there's two ways you can look at it when you're designing apparel or footwear in 3D. You can obviously yeah. do it for the love of 
designing something that can't be in the physical world and that's like its own benefit in itself or if you're actually wanting to have these collaborations with brands then you need to consider how it can come to life in the physical world so I think that's really an interesting insight and it makes complete sense why you would when designing it need it to be able to be actually yeah. worn from the side of the big brands you still got like the design team inside the brand that even if you are invited to work with there are a lot of people with the knowledge how to make your project like change your project to something wearable but i want to make project that i like from the visual perspective but for myself i know they can work i i don't like to make product that you can use it's like for me it's like the pointless as a designer so I, I, I decided to that I want to get more knowledge about printing, like the flexible materials. And on the December, I was in the Barcelona on the course of the 3D printing uh, shoes in the institution called Curology. They were also the organizer of this laceless challenge. So we know each other before. And then I, I get know that there is some kind of course like that. And I decided to go there for days, I guess. Because when you do the project, you know that you can print it. You still need another software for the printer. So there are a lot of settings that you can do with the temperature, speed, uh, like the density, everything. And every single of this setting impact on how the product will not only look, but work. More density makes it more stiff and and stuff like that. So I wanted to talk with somebody who got already knowledge with it. During this time, I also talked with the Zeller Fert because their plan for this year is to open a platform where there will be you could order like the buy the shoe from the designers, not like the brands, but like the designers. So they invite, I will say few, but I think there are like maybe 20 designers that know how them right now. And we've got like the, all like the specifics, how to design to make it work for the Zeller Fert. So wow. they push it to make, not maybe like the brands, but to make our own product and decide if I want to create a new brand for it, or I want to put my name or it, I can do what I want, like from this side. Yeah, but it will be crazy because this platform will start in next weeks. So it's not in the next like the year or months. It will be like maybe next week or two weeks. This is an amazing opportunity. Well, yeah, obviously this is this is a real yeah. game changer. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it will be like a game changer for the industry that you got some kind of like in the beginning, small like the platform market when you buy directly from the designer. But like the, there, you got still like the big company because we can say comparing myself to the Zellerfert, they are big. Comparing Zellerfert to the, uh, for example, Nike, they are small. Like, but but as a company, they are like bigger than like the one independent artist. It's like the amazing how much support they give you for it. It's important for them because they want to develop their possibilities of the printing and everything. But they don't start with the brands; they start with the independent designers. This is something crazy it's amazing and it really goes into this idea of the creator economy because it's yeah it's putting the the power back in the independent artists or designers hands and that's that's amazing so will it be almost that you post your designs and products on the platform and you run it yourself and then consumers can shop on the platform yes and platform is run by zellerford i provide the design we do uh, together like the things with the marketing 
they mostly are like do with the e-commerce stuff, like the renders and stuff like this. On my side as a designer, it's like things with the marketing and like the promotion from my side, but it's okay for me because I love to create like the content because I, I'm also like the photographer and I use designs not only to design for the manufacturing, but also for the renders. I'm really happy that I no limitations from this side, like no budget, but it's no so limitation. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but it sounds incredible. It sounds incredible. And is this platform at the moment something that you have to be invited on or can independent designers apply to be on this platform? Owner of like the like a co-founder of the Zerafert, Cornelius, like don't hide like his idea about this. So yeah. like the many designers already did it, some kind of teasers and stuff like that. And I think this group will grow. We were invited in like the couple of us, but I see like the new designers join uh, our community because we still got some kind of like the Discord community for the designers that 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 are creating this project. We also support yeah. each other with this. If somebody if somebody got problem with his design, the other designers like help how to manage mm -hmm. like the problem, solve the problem and everything. So this is also beautiful part that this is totally like the community driven like the path with everything. Yeah. And I think that's so true. It's I think when whenever there's kind of a new way of working or new concept, the community really like comes together because it's like a it's yeah a group of like-minded people who are all into this new thing, and I think that really brings people together. And it's really that's really amazing that everyone supports each other because yeah, you're all kind of going after the same thing. But I think that's yeah. what you want in these kind of communities. So that's amazing. So now you're preparing to put your work on this platform. What goes into that? Like, what what are you doing to prepare for this? Okay, so like the project is already done. Everything that is like the parametrics that is works for the printers that Zellerford built and to make it like the work with the comfortable and everything. I already like they prepare like the few sneak peeks of for the marketing like the stuff and just already posted to announce that this will happen this year. Um, but I also work on other renders as a, because the first stage is like the platform where, where we don't get real product yet because it will start with pre-orders and there are many projects. So this is also like checking how the production could go fast because nobody can say, okay, your project will be in the next week because nobody was in this place before. So like the Zero Fair yeah. is doing something totally new. This is new experience for everybody and we need to check how it's going to work. So this is like one big experiment. No, it's so it's so interesting. It's so exciting for you. It must be an amazing time. For those who are listening who are an independent designer and yeah. are just creating their concepts and, they, and that's kind of it, what advice would you bring to these people? And also I want to ask just what is a typical day in your life at the moment in terms of building this this brand and how do you find time to be creative? I already done like this project for the Zerofert, so like the design of the shoe, but I don't want like it to stop here. And this is one of few ongoing projects in my life right now. I also got like my own printers, maybe not that advanced like the Zerofert build, but like the own printers that I'm able to print my own shoes. On one side, we've got like this platform and I'm really focused to make this launch like the successful for me because this is important for me to make people able to order my shoes. But on the other side, I got my workshop, like my, I call it my lab. And in this lab, I'm trying to do some kind of new concepts, but not only in the 3D design, but already 
to print them. I'm still working on some kind of new design, more in the experimental way to push the boundaries of the 3D printing concept itself, because this is like the new area, but still there are many things that we can do, but have to be checked before. So yeah, I print a lot of things. There are like a lot of mistakes, but this is so the other side that from the food in the footwear that I don't want to stop in this one project, but also to develop uh, my, my concepts that, that will also could work in the future. And how do you find balancing branding and marketing side of growing designs and like getting them out there and then also making sure that you have time to be creative and be in your lab and come up with these designs? My whole career right now is about like the creating because the platform and like the 3D printing shoes is like something that would come. So we it didn't start yet. It didn't like I don't get any incomes from it. So I, there is like the other business side. I do the other things. One of them uh, is this is uh, I'm owner of the street or bread where I'm also mm-hmm. creating stuff and the marketing. Uh, I design uh, an apparel. I also work with the brands like the with the big brands sometimes as a consultant, but sometimes like or mostly I work as a designer for campaigns and on the Polish market. So for example, yeah. my last project like that was with the Dell Technologies for some kind of one of their laptops and the the campaign they did. And I designed for them my own 3D printed stands for the computer. You've got so much going on and it's really impressive. I think the fact that your mindset's like focused in creativity, it really shows and it's like why you're able to achieve all this this really cool stuff. So it's, it's really cool. I wanted to ask you though, you said you were designing apparel as well. Yeah. Do you design the apparel with 3D software and how do you find the difference of designing footwear and apparel? The the country where I live in Poland is kind of strong for the manufacturers, the apparel. We also do our things here in Poland, uh, manufacturers yeah. in Poland. It's still like the kind of old school and everybody do it. It's like the, so the, the difference also is that with the modeling the shoe, you, you build like the, the whole shape. But for example, with the apparel, it's it's kind of simple. For example, if you got the T-shirt and you want this T-shirt to make like more boxy, oversized or something like this, you don't have to make like the 3D model to explain the manufacturer how to make it. I would say a little bit waste of time to prepare it in the 3D to showing this kind of stuff because they don't understand it. I think that's a really interesting insight and it also shows these different technologies they're not there to be used just for the sake of using them they're there to be used in the best way that actually brings value so it's interesting that you have that insight on where it brings value and where it doesn't and you're using it for the purpose that it was intended for. Back to 3D printing with footwear what do you think is the biggest value that this will bring for the footwear industry? Some of our brands of print or manufacture printing shoes in the traditional way that they do the shoe by sizes. For example, in this way, how the Zellerfert works and the idea is to make it scan your foot print when you order and scan. This is uh, something like new because you don't build the stock of the product and like the printed after you order and also not in the size that maybe not fits because it have to fit because it fits to your scan. It's based on your scan. So I think this yeah. is one of the benefits. And the second one right now, whole shoe is built from the one fabric, like the one material. 
and this is called the TPU. And because this is not connected with the other fabrics, like in the traditional, like the shoe, like the, the rubber with the leather and stuff like that, you don't have to disconnect mm. these parts to make it reticle. In the same way, you can melt it to get the material back. And this is one material, so you don't need like the extra process. You give back the shoe or like the or something like that, and it still can be melted again for the material to print another shoe. What's your favorite part about what you're doing? And then I also want to ask you what advice you would give independent designers wanting to follow in your footsteps. Making her mistakes, I would say. It's like, yeah, sometimes it's very frustrating, but every single like the trying make me i would say like get more knowledge about the not only my, my design but like the working in this field in general so for example yeah. if i print the shoe and i print for example some kind of sock two days ago and the print was perfect i was so happy but i make like the hole to put the, my feet so small and i i can't use it even it was my size i i did it wrong and like the density of the fabric was like the now the print was uh, also wrong. I can't wear it, so it was a mistake. But I learn a lot right now how what kind of changes I need to do in the future. Print or like the design the shoes and print them, and know that this uh, same mistake wouldn't happen in in other designs. So this is the the point of one like the object and one design, but then it solves like the problems with other designs that I will do in the future. I like this process, and because I get own printers. I like to see the progress, even if it takes hours. It's like very, very cool to, to see the progress from like the beginning. And even if I go back home, I still got like the, my online camera to see like if everything with the printer uh-huh. goes off. Because if, if something will go wrong, I don't want to waste the material. So I've got like the, I can remotely turn off my printer. Yeah, that's the way I do it. But it's, also ni- but it's also nice to watch. <laughs> Even- yeah. Um... And, and and the other part is like to, to thinking how to make something that it could work. It's like, this is the, the most important for me as a designer. It's like, if I can design something that works, then I can build around like the beautiful design. But, yeah. but making a design that doesn't work for me, it's like, I don't want to make that kind of stuff. And yeah, and then what is the advice that you would give to someone wanting to get into this type of work? I would say like try totally like the different stuff. And because we live in the in the times when you can like the, learn like almost everything from the YouTube, I would say. Not maybe not like the being uh live, like working in the medical, but like the working with the design and, and the creative stuff. Yeah. You can you can check on the YouTube, you can ask on the Discord, you can ask on the Instagram and everything and you can try and because sometimes you even can't realize that this type of tool may be this one that will change everything in your life career. For example, 3D modeling was the thing that changed everything in my life, I would say. Wow, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, Yeah, that's really good. It's so true. It's so, so true. And as a final question, what, where do you think the future of fashion is going? Right now, it's learning how to connect smart, not only to, you know, to make like the, this for the gadget, but like the, to make this kind of expression by, by fashion uh, in the smart way that people who are more in the digital or more in the physical 
can find something for them in the same product. So this is something I think it will go. And I think like the uh, AR uh, technology will like uh, grow because this is the best for, in my opinion, the best tool to connect those two worlds right now. And uh, for sure, I also would like to work in this field like more because I got two projects uh, done already, but it's still like that small steps. It's so cool. I think what you're doing is just so impressive and also just cool the way that you're combining everything together. It just really, really works. So I can't wait to see how it continues to like evolve for you. So really exciting. <laughs> Thank you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.